Igniting Hope Ministries welcomes you. Prepare yourself to listen to a message that will spark hope and renew your mind. Hi, Steve Backlin here from Igniting Hope Ministries. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. The title of today's message is Never Stop Starting. I love it. I became a follower of Jesus at age 19. I joined a college group called Koinonia. Had a great youth pastor named Richard who led that. And he would say those words frequently. Never stop starting. You started reading the Bible and then haven't been doing it lately. Never stop starting. Start reading again. Prayer life. Never stop starting to strengthen your prayer life. You have a habit that you don't like and it seems to be reappearing. Never stop starting to overcome that particular habit. You have a tendency towards anger. Never stop starting in overcoming that. And the list can go on. You need to value the relationships of your family more and invest more time in them. Never stop starting. You need to take risks in the Lord and evangelism and other things and you feel like you, you've failed. Never stop starting. And we all do things that we're seeking to walk in a higher level in and seem to fail, seem to not reach the goal or standard that we have set. And this is a message for you. This is a message for me. Never stop starting. Now, why never stop starting? Let me give you six reasons why we shouldn't we why we should keep starting things. Number 1, because it is part of not becoming weary in well-doing. Because it is part of not becoming weary in well-doing. Galatians 6:9 says, "Do not become weary in well-doing." For if you faint not, you will reap a harvest. And we all feel weary at times in well-doing. Whether it's spiritual disciplines, whether it's how we treat people, whether it's being generous, whether it is overcoming negative behaviors or habits in our lives, but it is part of obeying Galatians 6.9. Number two, why we never stop starting is because it teaches us to celebrate progress, not perfection. And one of the key things that breaks the religious perfectionistic mindset is celebrating progress, not perfection. Because the perfectionistic religious mindset cannot do that. It only becomes joyful and celebrates when there's perfection. But when we never stop starting we're able to see the bigger picture, that it's a process to grow into many and most of the habits that we want to have within our lives. Number three, why we never stop starting is because the only other alternative is to quit. The only other alternative is to quit. (laughs) You know, we all feel like quitting. We all feel like the boxer in the ring at times who's getting hit and hit and hit. And, but that's not an alternative for you and me to quit. We get up again. We, we get up 
and we never stop starting. Reason number four to do that is because others will benefit by it. James 1.12 says, To he who overcomes is given a crown of life. And I love to say this, that our, our battles to live at a higher level, to manifest the life that's within us, those battles are not just about us, but more importantly, they're about the people that we will reach. And usually in areas where we need to start again, that area is an area where God is giving us wisdom, connection with him, strategies, and others are going to benefit by it. And just in general, as we keep moving forward in our lives, and one of my favorite declarations is my forward movement causes Red Seas to part. Just in general, people will benefit by us. Never stop starting. Number five is we never stop starting because we are an overcomer. We are overcomers. And so it's in the DNA. Romans 8 says we're more than a conqueror. We are given the tools to reign in life. Romans 5, 17 and, and so we already have it. And so we realize that us getting up again is just the reflection of who we really are. <laughs> we are overcomers. And then reason number six why we should never stop starting is because we realize those who succeed most also seem to fail most. And I love the illustration of a toddler learning to walk. What if they never stop starting? What if they determine their future based on the past? I'm not a walker. I've never walked before. Therefore, I'm not a walker. I'm struggling to walk. Therefore, that struggle means I don't have the gift of walking. <laughs> that is ridiculous. So here's six reasons or six ways to how we can never stop starting. Number one. Well, let me rephrase that. How do you never stop starting? Here's six ways. Number one, we do it with greater wisdom and strategies this time. We do it with greater wisdom and strategies this time. When we start again, we realize, wow, okay, what did I learn? I've learned to take the word failure really out of my vocabulary. I don't call it failing. I call it learning. And each time that I apparently fail, I come back with greater insights into how to do it again. Secondly, we never stop starting again by involving others as needed. So I have the wisdom of the past, but I also know that as I start again, all of us have areas of our life where we can't just do it by ourselves. It's one of the things that creates humility in our lives. So who do we involve? Who can we do this with as we start again? Is there someone we can do it with? So the journey becomes more fun and the accountability of just having a relationship of someone starting with you creates a dynamic that increases the likelihood of success. Number three, how we never stop starting is by making declarations. 
as we start again, we, we understand the importance of affirming our biblical identity, that we are who God says we are. We are not who our past experience says we are. We declare success. I can do it. I've got what it takes. God's giving me strategies. God's giving me strengths. I'm excited to start again. We can't really start something new or start again without starting again, speaking life and stopping any tendency we've had to speak death over ourselves concerning that area. Number four, how we never stop starting is by making realistic goals. I mean, we say God hasn't called us to be realistic. He's called us to be supernatural. I understand that. But as we learn to start again, as we, we, we walking in an area at a higher level, we, we set goals that are attainable. If we want to start again writing the book, we, we find a way to do it in bite-sized pieces. Or rather than just saying, man, I'm, I'm going to write the book in a week, we, we say, I'm going to write for five minutes a day. And there's many other examples like that. How do we never stop starting? Number five is by understanding everyone has to start again. Everyone has to start again. Everybody in life has areas that they let slip, <laughs> that become less disciplined or just fail at trying something. So you're, you're in good company. And number six, how do you never stop starting is by delighting in the Lord. We delight. We break off the heaviness. The accuser of the brethren wants to come in with lies that create a spirit of heaviness on us. No, we delight in the Lord. Psalm 37 verse 4 says, Delight yourself in the Lord, and he will give you the desires of your heart. And we break it, we break off the heaviness through childlike delighting. <laughs> Whoo, hey Lord, I can't wait to see what you're going to do in this area of my life. I can't wait to see how you're going to strengthen me. I am so excited to start again. And even if we have to start again every day on the same thing, we start again. We never stop starting. Wow, what a, what a fun message this is, and I believe there's people listening to this message that have gotten already massive breakthrough. And I suggest for some of you, listen to it again. Hey, if you like these messages from Igniting Hope Ministries, tell somebody else about it. Hey, if you ever want to sow a financial seed into what we're doing, you can go to ignitinghope.com and that would be a blessing to us. And if you're not able to do that right now, that's fine. We bless you. We're so glad that you are a part of the Igniting Hope family. And I want to tell you two things that are coming up. You can go to our website, ignitinghope.com, and you can scroll down on the homepage, and you'll find links for our April 23rd and 24th Abounding Hope and Joy online conference that we're going to be doing in it's my wife, Wendy, and me with our best content and some fresh revelation content in sessions morning, afternoon, and evening Pacific Daylight Time on Friday and on Saturday, April 23rd, 24th. 
If you're not able to be on the live sessions or all of them, once you purchase the, uh, the Abounding Hope and Joy, once you register for that, then you are able to have that content later and to listen to it. It's going to be powerful. Listen to it or watch it. We have a special pricing thing and we say just pay what you can afford. We want as many people on this as possible. We give three suggested payments to get the exact same content. $15, $30, $45. Pay what you can. And even if you can't afford it, email us at info at ignitinghope.com. And we would love for you to have a, to be a part of this. And some of you, I believe you could do this as a group. You could invite somebody else into it. It's going to be great. And then starting May 3rd, my wife Wendy is doing an online course eight weeks long on our Igniting Hope Academy platform called Spirit Living using her book, Living from the Unseen. And Wendy's got such great revelations on living from our spirit, connecting our spirit to God's spirit, realizing that we're a spirit who has a soul and has a body. And just her insights on that will bless so many of you. And then that also you can find on our website, ignitinghope.com. Hey, Steve Backlin here, Igniting Hope Ministries. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. And I want to remind you that we are here to ignite your hope. There's no hopeless circumstances. There's just people who do not have hope. And once people get true hope, circumstances cannot stay the same. I believe after love, hope is the most powerful, leadership, influential quality there is. My favorite definition of hope is this. Hope is the belief that the future will be better than the present, and I have the power to help make it so. He who has the most hope has the most influence, and our hope level determines our influence level. And remember, too, the joy of the Lord is your strength. We don't need strength at the end of the battle. We need strength in the middle of the battle. And I've realized this. There's really no convenient time to walk in radical joy. <laughs> I, I used to have the attitude it was an unconscious belief system. Lord, when all my uncertainties are over, when I'm not battling any personal weaknesses, when my relationships are all what I want them to be, when everybody in my family is doing what I think they should be doing, I'm hearing good news through the media, and I've got enough money, then I'll be joyful. <laughs> now, again, I don't need joy at the end of the battle. I need joy in the middle of the battle. It's my strength. And I say to you today, that God is releasing a grace on you to stir up your joy. Rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say rejoice, Philippians 4.4. 4. So we start rejoicing through thanksgiving, through exalting the name of God, rejoicing in the Lord. I rejoice in you, and I do it always. Thank you so much. Hey, God bless you. I look forward to having you again on another podcast from Igniting Hope Ministries. We hope that you have been blessed by this message. For more resources, you can visit our website at ignitinghope.com.